You know those national sports shows that only talk about the big national teams and never give your local Carolina teams or players any coverage? Yeah, we're not one of those. The all-new Carolina Sports Talk is your home for your favorite local sports news. Hosted by yours truly, Big Cliff, let's talk about the latest events in sports each week directly in the heart of the Carolinas. Check us out as a part of Crux Media, located wherever podcasts are available. We back, we back, we back. Well, kind of. I'm back. Uh, it's another episode of DJ Blaze Radio Show Podcast. Your boy be easy. Um, you know, you can find us Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Audible. Uh, check your mama flip phone. We in there too. But anyway, y'all. Yeah, we back. I'm back. For another episode, another uh, interview. I got the interview. Uh, Two of my favorite podcasters been listening to these guys for years. Um, from the podcast Three Guys On, um, Randolph Terrence and Andy Klein. Um, they some OGs in the podcast game too. OGs in the comedy game too. Um, yeah, man. Hope y'all enjoy this interview I got on with them. Like I said, if y'all got somebody y'all want me to interview, some some of your favorites, hit me up so I can hit them up. And I can get them on the show and we can, uh, you know, get into it. But um, yeah, man. Let me know how you enjoy this interview. You know what I'm saying. Hit up Randolph and Andy. Check their show out. You know, very smart show. I like it. Funny too, cause they're comedians. Um, but yeah, man. It's your boy be easy. And uh, check it out. Let those who have ears listen. Have you asked this? Is the DJ Blaze Show. DJ Blaze Show at gmail.com 404-436-2370 That's the email That's where you can uh, Call in Let us know what you think uh, Today y'all Like I said I've been Wanting to talk to some of my favorite You know Podcasters Some of my favorite influencers And um You know I got I, I got some privilege Some inside uh Just some inside knowledge Or whatever To get in, in contact With two of my favorite podcasters I said that last week but these two more of my favorite podcasts. I told y'all I listen to podcasts all the time. And I was able to get Mr. Andy Klein, Mr. Randolph Terrence from the Three Guys On Podcast. Guys, welcome, welcome. Did you get the sound effects? Yeah, I had to hit y'all with the applause. Rousing ovation. Thanks yeah, for having us. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you guys were able to join me. Um, like I said, from the Three Guys On Podcast. Now, this is two of the guys from the Three Guys On <laughs> Um, in our revolving chair. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so how did you two two guys like get into podcasts? And I know you you come from the world of comedy. So, how did you guys like get into the podcasting game? I think so late '09, when sort of there was a there was a like a podcast boom around then starting mm-hmm. and. And we were talking just in because, you know, comics after shows, we all go to like the diner or the bar or whatever and hang out. And we all have these conversations that are hilarious to us and no one will ever hear them again. And so we just started thinking, well, why don't we how about why don't we do a podcast? And it was 
the two of us and Tim Miller just kind of throwing the idea around. What is that? Well, how do you do it? We didn't even know, you know, how do you do a podcast? What equipment do you need? All that stuff. But that was late 09 that we started talking about it. And it just sort of, we just decided to just try it. And so like I bought like a really cheap mixer because mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to spend money. This might, this might last two weeks. So I bought a really cheap mixer, some really cheap microphones. And I kind of researched, how do you, how do you record a podcast? Like, what do you, what is the, the nuts and bolts of it? And then once we figured it out, we were like, all right, let's just do it. Let's just get together and record, see what happens. And then we had this idea that when we abandoned like three weeks in, it was going to be th- the reason we called it three guys on was every show was going to be a different topic. Mm-hmm. So three guys on movies, movie oh, reviews, or okay. three guys on music. And like the first one was comedy. We just told our backstories, how we got into stand up, all that stuff. And then we immediately found out how limiting that was because if we did movies last week, why would we do movies this week? Yeah. We already did that. And new movies come out every week. What's the point? So we, pretty quickly just just scrapped that and just said let's just have a podcast where we just you know hang out like have that post show hangout diner conversation or whatever and that's, that's what we started and our first episode we recorded at the beginning of 2010 uploaded it posted it on january 12th i think it was recorded roughly six days six seven days before that so it, we basically we recorded it and then ran off and tim were like hey uh figure out how to get this on the internet <laughs> so i had to go yeah, home he's, and a tech, he's a tech guy you leave it up to us it'll never happen mm. well it kind of worked out too because i the reason we didn't need a laptop to record on is because i had just gotten a brand new laptop like right when we were starting this conversation about recording a podcast so i was like i already got a laptop so it was all on my computer anyway so i was like i'm gonna take this home i got the file on my computer let me figure out how to get it online and we took a few days to figure out like you know how much we wanted to spend every month on hosting and all that. And then we got it up January 12th, 2010. That was the first episode. Okay. And we went from there. It seems like every, like you said, you y'all got like the cheap mics and the cheap mixer board. Like everybody that goes that route to me yeah. seems like those are the people that last, like people that started out recording on their phone or whatever. But every yeah. time I talk to somebody, they like go out and buy the expensive board and expensive <laughs> mics. They like, I got to, I, I don't want to say nothing about my cousin. You know, I love my cousin, but <laughs> He was like, yeah, cuz we went and got this uh this board and our mics cost $200 a piece and this and that. And they have <laughs> yeah. yet to record an episode. It's been like two years. So yeah. I'm hoping they start. But, yeah, I, I, I've i noticed that, you know, the, the, the cheaper route kind of. Because, you, cause, like you said, you didn't know if it was going to last or if y'all were going to do it. Um, I didn't know. First, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Randolph. When we first started, they used to sell packs at Radio Shack, like a. A yeah. podcast pack. Oh, it was like mics for one person. Radio Shack. It was like a mixer with one microphone. It was a mixer that only had one input, maybe two, and we had three people. But they had, yeah, it was like a whole. the The industry was kind of beginning to mm-hmm. sort of look at that. Like, oh, here's a hundred fifty bucks. You get a mic, you get a mixer, you get yeah. a windscreen, um, you get a cable. Because we had the one. Andy was right there. It was like, well, you just get a splitter. We can put both of you into one splitter because we only had the two inputs inputs for two people we split split one of the inputs into the two of us and so we yeah three of us and well i mean we at some point our, our first mixer had two xlr inputs and a couple like quarter inch so me mm-hmm. and randolph were on xlrs and randolph was on a or tim was on a quarter inch 
Um, but then we were like, how do we have guests? Yeah. So then we had to figure out, then we had Chris Lamberth on episode 12, the first guest we had. So I got another K, I scrambled, found another cable, another quarter inch, put Chris into that. And then we, at one point early on, we had five people on, we had splitters, XLR splitters all over the place. So we outgrew that first mixer pretty quick, but Fast, yeah. um, the second mixer was like, you know, it was still like a hundred dollar mixer. It wasn't super expensive. Mm-hmm. But it was, but that's the that was the, the fun board. That was the board we did the voice. We started doing the. the that was the third mixer. That's oh. the third mixer that we did that. <laughs> okay, yeah. I remember that third one when uh it had all of the sound effects in the shelf back there, and you kept you were doing the sweet 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 lids. Yeah, 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 that's the fun board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and that one wasn't even too expensive. It was just time to upgrade, mm-hmm. and then. And that was like I was on sale for like one fifty, but yeah, people do this thing where they it's almost like um, they're chasing perfection. So mm-hmm. they're just like, let's we got to get like this five hundred dollar board, and we got to get all these things. We got to get these Shure SM Seven B four hundred dollar mm-hmm. microphones and all that because it's got to sound perfect. And it's like no, you're chasing a dragon because you can always find better equipment. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when I was in high school, a friend of mine had a. He had a booming system in his Suzuki Samurai, and uh, he kept getting new speakers for it because it was like, <laughs> I got tens, now I gotta get twelves, mm-hmm. now I gotta get fifteens. Mm-hmm. Uh, these new tweeters came out, I gotta replace it. It's mm-hmm. like, just get something that sounds all right, mm-hmm. and just figure, just start recording because it'll evolve into whatever. You don't even know what you're gonna need down the line, equipment wise. You know? and at the same time, you're evolving equipment wise. You're also evolving voice of the podcast wise. Mm-hmm. We didn't, right. we didn't know what we what we were even going to be we were just talking we were just talking yeah like you we say just be three three comics on just talking like with with the uh like you say y'all evolved like kind of like the uh the the topics of the show changed for y'all because mm-hmm. i i didn't know that the three guys on were like you said andy it was three guys on a certain topic i just yeah. thought it was like three guys on a podcast or you know what i'm saying so that's yeah. that's real interesting um so like both of you guys come from the world of comedy, like stand-up. All three of us do. Yeah, all three of y'all. Um, is it is it easier to do the show because you've had that comedy background, or was it like a totally different beast? I don't know if e- I don't know if easier. I don't know if easier is a thing as much as we are all good talkers. Mm-hmm. Which coming from a world of comedy, you're you're a good talker. If you're not a good talker, you're not going to be a good podcaster what are you what are you going to have to say yeah. you're not going to be able to say anything to get people to listen to you that's kind of the point mm-hmm. you have to be you have to be able to know how to hold interest hold people's interests what's the problem with a lot of pot i think with a lot of technical podcasts i don't listen but i would imagine in the world of technical podcasts there's probably the one or two people in, in that world who really know how to speak well and get people to listen and mm-hmm. the other ones just kind of fumbling along and they're the ones with the podcast. They buy all the high end equipment and they don't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to. And not only do you have to have the thing of where you can speak well, but you got to have a some sort of a working mindset of you got to put your ass in the seat and do the do the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to show up. That's one thing we did um, early on. We didn't have a, a set schedule. We were just like, let's just record and then. Next week, we're like, let's go. Let, what are you doing tonight? Let's record tonight. So, we had like a couple where it was like a week apart. Then it was one that was like four days after that. What and then we had, a, told you though? we had a blizzard. So, we missed like, like a week and a half. Then we recorded. I had worked with Mark Marin um, 
around March or so. He, his podcast started in like 09 mm -hmm. and it was beginning to really blow up. And I worked with him. He came through DC and I opened for him and we were talking about it. It was just at the point where he had fans coming to the show who were podcast fans. And he said he thought at the time what helped him a lot was a consistent upload schedule every week. For him, it was Monday and Thursday. Every week, Monday and Thursday, his his listeners know there's going to be a podcast available to listen to. Mm -hmm. To the point where even if he has a vacation planned, he just banks old up a couple episodes, you know, in the can and makes sure they're always out. If it's Christmas Day, a podcast is going to go out. So I kind of came back to the. I was like, hey, this is interesting. What Mark Maron said, he thinks the thing that helped him the most was your your listeners associate a certain day with you every week, and you're reliable. So then we started setting a date. If at, at one point we just we were doing one a week for a while. Mm -hmm. um, one Tuesdays, long podcast. Record, <laughs> yeah, we record Tuesday night. Tim would be falling asleep, <laughs> and then, uh, we start recording Monday night. And then we the weekends became better. And then we started getting longer and longer. We were like, let's just record. This is too long. Let's do two episodes, two shorter episodes instead of one two and a half hour episode. Then we started doing two episodes, but they started getting to be two hours each anyway. Mm -hmm. So, and that's where we are now, but we still do Monday and Thursday. But as far as the question about coming from comedy, I think podcasting make made me a better comic. I think it went the mm. other way. I agree with that. Because okay. you start to just rely on like for me, my my comedy always has been fairly scripted, you know, like I can go mm -hmm. off script and, and all that, but I like to kind of stick to the script. And with podcasting, you just sit down and talk. The wife is back. And you uh, <laughs> and you trust that if I talk long enough, I'm a funny person. If I talk long enough, something funny will come out or something yeah. interesting will come out. And you learn to trust yourself even more. I believe that. On I stage, believe that too. It's like, did you try to okay, now I don't have to be so stilted or scripted or, or set in this oh, you did? Oh. pattern that I'm doing. I can just get up there and talk. I can be loose. And it helped me a lot as a comic. I think yeah. it made me a much better comic. Okay. Um, so how how long have you guys been doing comedy? Oh, twenty years. Twenty years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I start I have two start dates. I started originally in ninety four, mm -hmm. did it for a year or two, kind of as a hobby. I wasn't all that committed to it. And then I came back like around ninety six I kind of stopped and then I came back in ninety eight. So I kinda count ninety eight as my start date because that's when I really started trying you know mm -hmm. what i mean so a little over 20 years like at this point at some point it just becomes 20 years you just say 20 years you know the actual answer is like yeah. 22 23 something yeah. like that so i like for me being doing the podcast is kind of i don't want to say it's easy but you know it's it's a, a level of anonymity with doing a podcast because you don't have to show your face and things like that doing stand-up you know you're the only person there you know so it's not like plant <laughs> it's like being on a um playing tennis or something or being at bat playing baseball like everybody's eyes on you um i don't even like walking across a parking lot with a whole bunch of people in the parking lot people looking at me or whatever so <laughs> i commend y'all for being able to stand up in front of those people and risking a bomb or you know you know you, know what's you, have, to, you just have to believe that you're more important than everybody else in the room ah uh, okay so, <laughs> so right, comics hate being the center of attention right really? yeah. i don't like being the, i don't like walking across that parking lot either i okay. hate it 
I have but, no problem with it. Uh, oh, yeah. level you of, can play music behind me. Play the shaft theme. I'll walk. <laughs> pose for pictures. My jacket. And walk across the yeah, I, I find that like I find that real um, commendable for people to do it. Even like if they bad comics or whatever like that, just up there yeah. doing it. You know what I'm saying? Taking the chance, new uh, season or whatever. So like, yeah. what has comedy? Because I know Andy, like you say, y'all say uh, you're like the more technical person. And I remember you, I think the last um, album you put out, you did all of the stuff yourself and all of that. Yeah. So, did mine too? Oh, he did yours too. So yeah, I think ours was like the test. Mine was like the test. Mm-hmm. Yours was a test. And then That's Tim, uh, I did Tim's. I've done, I've recorded for a few people. Some people didn't put it out. Rollo Boykins, uh, his album's on, on like Spotify. I did his. Um, I recorded something for Sarome and I, I don't think he, he decided not to put it out, but, um, copy in his head. I could see him doing it. And that. yeah, I did my, I did all my, all the editing and all the mixing and all that stuff for so all that. Ha, so has doing, well, I, I guess that kind of answered my question for you. Like I, I, that's led to you doing it for other people. But has you doing your own stand up? Has that led to anything else for you? Um, well, stand up wise, I mean, I've done a little writing here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a, a friend of mine was on a TV show for a few years and I kind of wrote for him kind of under the table. I wasn't a staff writer. I just, he hit me up and said, you know, assigned to me things mm-hmm. you know, to write and he paid me a little money. So like there was that, um, it's been mostly stand up. I have because of just accumulating microphones and equipment over the years, I have recorded a few people's albums and I've had people now starting to hit me up saying, Hey, can you do mine? I'm like, I'm, I don't know if I want to be the guy, the guy who records albums because it is a lot of like it's pressure and it's effort. And like, sometimes I just want to, you know, pull back. Cause I've, I've done enough, enough times for people where I'm like, I'll record my own and my close friends, but I don't know. I don't think I want to start being the album record guy in DC, you know? I mean, if the bag I started is right, feeling I think like that was, would. that was about to, ha- I was starting to happen a little bit. Cause I, I don't charge comics a lot of money. I don't like making money off comics. I'm like, you know, you hire the pro, they'll bring in, you know, a slightly better equipment, not much better. And mm-hmm. they'll charge you five times as much. I'll just, just give me 150 bucks. I'll do it. You know? <laughs> wow. So, and the pro will charge them at least 500 often mm-hmm. more than that. So it's attractive for comics to come to me and ask, but I'm just like, I don't know if I want to, do it you know it's just yeah. I, I, the sound guy role i don't know so you want to focus on the art not the yeah i mean i, I kind of i like helping out comics and i'll give them advice and i'll even tell them you know hey do this do that and i can maybe let you have some mics if you want but um only for close friends do i sort of do that for other people but i probably could if i wanted to be that guy but that takes you away from stand-up too mm-hmm. i don't like necessarily being at the club and not performing mm-hmm. you know like working but not doing comedy because it's more work to me to set up the mics and sit in the back with headphones on and make sure everything is right and mm-hmm. you know worrying about does this do i have extra cables do i have all the things of what if something breaks and all that i don't want to do that necessarily uh for everybody i'll just do it for people like a handful of people mm. and randolph i know is uh i don't know if the show kind of led to that or the comedy led to it but i know you do a lot of writing um mm-hmm. now um what got yeah, you in the job now oh that's your job now mm-hmm. okay yeah because I, I know you mentioned that you know you were going yeah, heading into the writers i'm right for a local television show we're developing right now okay and comedy took me directly to it i never thought i'd i would ever be a 
a professional writer. That's Andy's field. I always said Andy would be the writer. I'll be the I'll be the performer. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, just kind of fell ass backwards into it. My man asked me to come and do it. Uh, he had seen some of the stuff I was writing, so that was that was pretty much it. So did he? Did you have like a blog or something you were writing on, or? I would write seriously on Facebook because of therapy. My therapist was like, um, hey, you should write more, (laughs) you know, just write the stuff down and put it on Facebook. So I would write stuff and put it on Facebook. And that led to writing all kinds of stuff. I Mm -hmm. would write. I never had a blog blog, like an official blog. Mm -hmm. That's funny. I was thinking about um, starting one again to kind of force myself to write because I don't really write for myself anymore. I write for work a lot. So that would force me to, I would have to put a blog up every Wednesday. Then it would force me to have to put it up every Wednesday to mm-hmm. write something for every Wednesday. Um, my therapist was just like, just get, get things out of the things out, get them down on paper that you want to, that you want to put up. I have a client cause you know, I'm a personal trainer. I have a client who is a uh, high school honors English teacher. So early on, I would send her stuff that I wrote here, read this and grade it and tell me what you think of it. And she would correct stuff and, stuff like that. So she was a, she's a huge help for writing, very supportive and a big help as far as, yeah, this is, you're on a path. You're really explaining stuff. This is what you should probably focus on. These are the books you should read, stuff like that. You know, and then Cat approached me to come write for him when he was doing the morning show. So I started writing overnight mm. and that kind of morphed into becoming my, it just became a, like a job job. <laughs> Like like a job. Like, yeah, yeah I'm a, I'm a, I'm a paid writer now, you know, I was 50 years old when I started. Hey, well, that's I hopeful. Writing, I remember writing that down, like uh, everything I've done well mm-hmm. in my life and well is an objective term, but everything I've done well in my life, I came to very late for the thing that it is. Uh, started martial arts late. Um I was good at it. I started boxing late. I was good at it. I started uh, comedy late, <laughs> you know, objectively speaking. I started comedy. I was 29 turning 30 when I started doing comedy. You know, that's late. Yeah. For, for comedy. I guess. <laughs> I, guess, I guess it's late. You know, so I started doing, I started writing at 50. You figure by 70, I'll have, I'll have written an Oscar, Oscar winning movie. <laughs> <laughs> Some, somewhere in there uh, 70 75 uh, i'll have written a, my first screenplay yeah i'll have written a tony a tony winning play or something like that i'll have a, an award-winning book at 70 or 75 somewhere in there hey, better, better <laughs> late than never yeah that's that's what they say right um i know the first time well the listeners of this show probably remember your voice from the beginning of the pandemic um because mm-hmm. we had you on because i wanted to see how things were up there because you guys now are in like the DMV area. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I was thinking about that today. When we were talking, I was thinking about that today. I was like, wait, yeah. wait, where are you anyway? I'm in South Carolina. South Carolina, okay. Yeah, so you know we handle things a little bit different than y'all do up there. <laughs> just, just a teen a little bit. Um, yeah. And uh, so I wanted to get, you know, see how things were up there. Um, so we had Randolph call in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and the pandemic kind of changed how you guys did your show because you guys were, you know, meeting in person and would mm-hmm. record all the time. And yeah. so you guys had to switch up how you recorded your show. So how how did it uh, affect y'all at the beginning and how did it change the way you do your show now? 
Well, it was immediate. At first, it was like, well, let's just do it on Zoom. Can we do it on oh, Zoom? No, maybe? we did it on Skype. No, the, the, no, the first, oh, yeah, the you're right. Sorry. Skype. So can we do it on Skype, Andy? Because I was already doing um, bro- the woke files on Skype. I was Skyping mm, people to do yeah. woke files. So I was like, can we do, can we just do a full, po- you think we can do a full podcast on? Well, when the pandemic started, people thought it was going to be like, you know, oh, we're going to be locked down for like six weeks, maybe a month, you know, for right. lucky. And so we didn't think it was going to be a permanent situation at that point. And so we started just figuring it out. Like we tried three-way phone calls. Mm-hmm. And I just had everybody, everybody who, if we had a guest who had a portable recorder and Randolph has one and I have one, I was like, just record your end of the conversation on your, like into your mic while on the phone and then send me the files. And, and I'll you just, just line them up. Yeah. Mix them together. And then that worked fairly well. But then it was like, well, we're used to seeing each other. So let's just try to do like a Skype thing, a three-way yeah. Skype call. We did a few of those Skype. Working. proved to be fairly unreliable um there was a lot of like glitchiness and mm-hmm. connections dropping and things and, and at that point I zoom say, was like you notice i say it was working and andy says it proves to be unreliable <laughs> yeah That's, it wasn't it, it wasn't great andy if it don't line up tech wise for andy nah, fuck this yeah <laughs> the reason i don't listen to some podcasts is because they don't say audio yeah me too yeah. i'm like you that know. too so i'm like i don't want to i don't want to have that same fate so i'm like well skype is iffy but all these people are talking about zoom like zoom was taken off it was like becoming this platform so we thought let's try zoom i think we might have done one on zoom and then we went live like a maybe a couple weeks after that we didn't go live immediately like i remember i remember asking you could we do this live yeah i never know so i was asking andy could we do this live would that work and Andy's answer was, I don't know. This, I don't the, know. Let me go test it. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I did a couple Zoom calls of one, just me on my laptop, just yeah. screwing around on Zoom mm-hmm. and seeing how that worked. And then, so we did, I think we recorded one or two on Zoom and made sure we had like the right USB interfaces for our mics to sound good and all that stuff. And then we went live with our chat room, just mm-hmm. our listeners coming in. And then ever since then, that's kind of just became the podcast. It wasn't an experiment anymore. And then the, the pandemic just kept going. Mm-hmm. Like there was no end in sight at, at some point. It was Still just no like, end I remember, I think I had like, a, I, don't, I don't know if it was like a Facebook memory or something, some old post popped up. Uh, no, you know, it wasn't an old post. It was like, a, I was looking, scrolling back through some texts or emails that I had with somebody. And I, it was like in June. And I was like, I was like, oh, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, some of these comedy clubs are starting to book shows in late June and July now. So they're starting to refill their calendars again. So it looks like maybe we'll be, you know, the wave will be over by then. Like how wrong everybody was Mm -hmm. at that point. So Zoom just became the way we did our podcast. And then, you know, once we had that as the plan, it just became every Saturday. Like we would just get on. Our listeners would come in. Again, your listeners associate a certain day with you. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And we've heard that from a bunch of people like, oh, yeah, I, I schedule my Saturdays around three guys on podcast. Yeah. Sit down and fold clothes and listen to you guys or sit down with you guys or just be yeah. with you guys for a while. And then it yeah. kind of grew into an interactive community, which mm-hmm. was, I think, was the, 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 the beauty of the Zoom now is the interactive community. So much so that, I mean, we're not we're not going away from it. Yeah. OK. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the pre- so point now, I mean, it works. It works so well. I can't imagine not doing it before zoom. We would go to Randolph's place. Most of the time, sometimes my place mm-hmm. set up, hang out for a bit just to kind of get the juices flowing, then mm-hmm. record two episodes and then go home for me. That's like a 40 plus minute drive 
45 minute drive. One way? One way. Yeah. Mm. I used to live in the same neighborhood, but then I moved out to the, and further into the suburbs. Mm. So it was like a four minute drive before, if that. So like that, it becomes like a longer day mm-hmm. to, to do it in person. But in person, we did have some things that we can't duplicate on zoom. Like there's some, some things were lost, but a lot of things were gained. Mm-hmm. And that's just part of the evolution of the podcast. But now I'm like, you know, if I could just walk over to my computer, turn it on, turn on my camera, you know, I don't have to worry about making a drive, hitting traffic, texting. Hey, I'm stuck in traffic. Uh, the third person is stuck in traffic. So we got to wait for them. And then it becomes a whole thing. Like we just eliminate all that completely. Yeah. It makes I, it a better experience for us I, too. I think it now, because you know, I noticed like before the pandemic, whatever you guys would, the guests would be there also, yeah. you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But now you guys have guests from all over all the time. A lot of times Rod and Karen are on mm-hmm. with you guys a lot. Um, open, open door, open chair. Yeah. So you you yeah. have a lot of, a lot of different guests now um, and more people, you know, other than like three or four people there's sometimes five, six people or whatever. On, so. It's a lot easier. Yeah. It's yeah, a lot it's easier. Easier yeah. with the, with the, uh, with the Zoom, it's just so much easier to get us all together. Um, we've now learned how to actually have a conversation with a bunch of us on mm-hmm. at the same time. We figured that out about the timings of it and how not to jump in each other's way and stuff like that. And it's just, it's, it's, to me, it's just a better experience for the listeners. It's a funner experience for the listeners. Um, they and also, definitely- because of the pandemic, I think Saturdays on Zoom has replaced the hangout with your friends that you would normally be doing right. throughout your, your mm-hmm. days or your weeks. Right. It's but, sort of just that's why we kind of it's more casual now. Like before it was more formal. Mm-hmm. I feel like we would have we would get to all the we I still bookmark like, you know, ten, sometimes fifteen news stories throughout the week that we always I, I send them to Randolph. I'm like, here's what we can talk about. Here's some funny things, here's some serious things. Um we don't get to nearly as many of those now because it's more casual. It's more mm-hmm. of a hangout vibe. Whereas before it's like, Oh, we're going to talk about this, talk about this, talk about this. And yep. then we but, might go off script. We might not. So it's changed. It's evolved, but it's, yeah. it's really like just, I haven't hung out with people in person. Ooh, except for one time. In over a year. <laughs> hanging around. Yeah. But I, like you said, it's like less formal or whatever, but the way, and you don't get all of those stories, but the way you guys, talk about it and sometimes it'll like bring up something random and y'all will go off on the random thing and that'll be just as interesting as whatever's going on in you know in the world kind of like um on uh the show you do with um with dominic um yeah. how sometimes y'all will just get off on a, a video game random you you'll pull up the, the random video games or whatever and i'm like man i used to play that on the nintendo i'm sorry on yeah. nintendo um but like that kind of stuff it's is is real enjoyable for as a listener is real enjoyable. Um but like that lends itself that comes from conversations that we would have as comics. That's mm-hmm. how conversations with good comics go. You'll be talking about something and then that'll spiral you off into another direction and everybody will go with you on the conversation. Mm-hmm. And there's if that if there's one person who don't want to go, he gets what the what the fuck is wrong? Get yeah, out of here. Yeah. You know, what the fuck is wrong? Yeah, you're messing you? up the flow. Goes. So yeah. it feels more um hate using words like organic mm. <laughs> it feels more organic and 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 natural <laughs> and that's one thing uh i i kind of realized this about podcasting early on uh because there's like this weird like 
dividing line between people who do stand up and people who do improv. Mm-hmm. Um, stand ups don't like improv people. Improv people sometimes will try to do stand up, and we're in the yeah. back, arms folded, like, what is this shit? You know, judging them. Uh, but there's one principle of improv that clearly helps podcasts, which is the yes and. Yeah. You know, if, you're, mm. if your guest says something, uh, if things take a turn in another direction that you weren't expecting, you got to yes and your conversations because mm-hmm. you, the people you have on, the people you think are interesting and talented. That's why mm-hmm. you have them on. So if they take a weird turn in another direction, you're like, what is, what is this? I don't even know what's going on. I, I had this story I wanted to talk about. But let's find out what this is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yes and it and let it go. And <laughs> that's kind of like um, comics do that off stage. You know, stand up. Well, that's we riff with each other. We just find that me and Dom, we just riff that that's, Dominic likes to reminisce on old things and it just becomes riffing on a joke. But on stage, we're just like, you know, we're not really thinking about yes anding. But in mm-hmm. the podcast world, that makes a huge difference to just yes and every conversation mm-hmm. and try not to cut people off. We cut people off from time to time just because there's four or five people talking. But I'm listening, I listen back to the old episodes. We were always talking over each other mm-hmm. because we're three stand up comics who are used to being the only one talking the most important like, person mm, <laughs> get points out. shouting over each other. At times. I, 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 up, I was going to pull this up for, cause I do archive episodes every now and then I, I like pull old clips. I was going to pull this clip from the summer when LeBron went to the heat mm-hmm. and we had, it was me, Randolph, Tim and Courtney Farrington uh, recording oh. on our podcast. And Courtney, <laughs> was anti-LeBron going to Miami. And we were all for LeBron going to Miami. I was like, oh, this is good because I can post this because it was like right on the anniversary of that. They were talking about on ESPN over the summer. It's just us yelling over each other. Like the whole, <laughs> the whole pod- I was like, I can barely listen to this because we're just shouting and, and it just got ridiculous. But the early days of the podcast was, was just like a bunch of comics just saying, I have to talk. I'm talking. I have a, I have a joke here. Mm-hmm. I got to get my joke in and I'm going to cut you off. And then at some point it's just like, hey, let's just slow down. Let's just yes and it. Let someone mm-hmm. else talk. Come in when you have a chance. And, and that took us a long time to get that down, yeah. I think. This, the thing that you guys do with, um, I think with being comics and like you say, yes, and and, and kind of s- slowing down is the callback. Y'all do a lot of callbacks on your yeah. shows. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's, that's and, comedians. That's, and that's I, from a I love comedian. that. Yeah. I love, I love the callbacks because it'll be something random, but then like later on in the episode, that joke will come back and it'll hit, it'll hit so hard. Yeah, that's, just, that's just from us being comedians. We, we know the, we know, we know where and how to be funny. Mm. That. So once you know that, you know that you mm-hmm. don't, you don't concern yourself. You ever hear somebody trying too hard to be funny on a podcast? Yeah. That's the fucking worst. Yeah. You don't concern yourself. We don't have to worry about that. I'm more interested in us being interesting for people. Mm-hmm. We we got funny down. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm never worried about that. We got that down. We got funny down. We got intelligent down. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. It's are we interesting? That's we had uh, we had problematic down for a couple oh, of years. Big early time. On. Yeah, we oh, had it, that down, baby. Everybody, <laughs> everybody had that down. We had it down <laughs> over here. Problematic. <laughs> you know, hey, bro, you can't say that on. The, nah, you can't say that, bro. Like, we had a whole right. bunch of that. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah, we had that. In the, we had that on lock. <laughs> so, so y'all have been doing stand up, like you said, for twenty over twenty years, um, podcasting for ten years, over ten years or whatever. When was the moment, like, because you say y'all started it out to um, kind of as a as 
conversation between just start conversations. This is how important we thought we were. People mm-hmm. need to hear these conversations we had. That's what we yeah. thought. <laughs> so when, when, so when was the first time y'all realized like it was other people listening other than like y'all, like y'all got y'all first feedback from somebody I, you didn't know? I can tell you for me directly, mm-hmm. it wasn't even the listeners or anything like that because we would get emails from odd places. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, eh, you know, that's the reach of the internet, you know. One time the three of us were on a show. Um, we were doing an open mic or something like that. And it, it was myself, Andy, and Tim just happened to be on the show together. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, a little girl came up, little white girl, mm-hmm. just a little blonde white girl comes up to us and goes, <laughs> we listen to you guys. You are the three guys on. We were like, yeah. <laughs> she was like, we listen to you guys at Juilliard. We're like, what? <laughs> she was like, yeah, in the practice rooms, we listen to you. I said yes. at Juilliard Music College. And this was in in Virginia that she was telling us this. Yeah, so we weren't near Virginia. Juilliard. We weren't in New York. We were in Virginia. She was like, "Yeah, at the at Juilliard, we listen to you guys in the break room." That's when I knew it was something. Mm, yes, yeah. it, it was something. I was like, "How'd you find us?" I was like, "I don't know. Somebody just told me, and we started listening, and now we all listen." Yeah, because it ain't like y'all be out they promoting heavy, but I, you know, I ain't throwing yeah, no shots. I was or nothing. Like, how did you find us? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's when I knew that it was. I think that was even before we were on down with Rod and Karen, really. So and that, that was just kind of a an odd. That showed me that we have some sort of reach. Mm-hmm. Now that's how I I first heard you guys on Rod and Karen mm-hmm. podcast. Um, huge help to us. Mm, yeah, huge help. And that to everybody. comes from when we we started doing podcasts. Podcasting was fairly young, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then as we were growing podcasting started developing into all these little niche areas mm-hmm. one of nerd them, like, podcasts and them, well, yeah nerd podcasts <laughs> video games but there was a whole black yeah. world that I, black world of podcasting i didn't know about me either that was how I, that was how i found rod i was looking for black podcasters right and it was the first episode i i ever listened to of bamani's podcast um yep yep the evening jones and rod yeah, was on there yeah the first episode i listened to so I hit up because Rod said the name of the show or whatever, but I didn't really catch it. So I hit up Bamani. I was like, what was the name of it? And um, he told me the name. So that's when I started listening to Rod and Karen. Yeah. But like you said, it was a whole world. Because I was like, I do this. All the black podcasts. Yeah, I was like, I do this and I'm black. I'm, I'm sure some more black people that do it or whatever. Yeah. So well, I, you probably thought the same thing. When I found that out, I remember talking to Andy and Tim and saying, we need to be a part of that world. How do we get in there? Mm-hmm. How do we get? It's like black Twitter. It's like you just if you on it, you on it. Mm hmm. If you're not well <laughs> find your way in yeah. and it just so happened that chris lamberth was a fan of ours mm. before and he friend. came and did our show yeah immediately became a friend of ours well, he was a friend of ours before we started the podcast yeah friend but he hit us up and like hey i like what guys are doing with this podcast and he right. came and sat in he's a guy who listens to a, he's a tech dude who listens to a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. too so and he was like, you guys should listen. He put them on to us and put us on to them. Oh, okay. So yeah. so like you said with um Rod helping you out, because like everybody that because Rod has a lot of people on. Help, it was just come on our show. Yeah. Huge, yeah. huge help. So so he has a lot of people that like kind of people have discovered from listening to his show. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you guys are kind of in that same spot where people are discovering comics and podcasters because they're on you guys' show. Um, have you guys ever thought about like having like a three guys on network, network? or something like that? No. <laughs> we talked about it early. No. We talked yeah. about we talked three about guys it. on network. 
uh, well, the thing is we have this thing where like um it's very important for us to show up every week and record mm-hmm. and like it, there are definitely times like i know for myself i'm sure for everyone on the podcast uh you don't want to do it this week you'd rather take the week off mm-hmm. not in the right mood whatever show up <laughs> and do the job like a gig, like any stand-up gig, you don't always want to. You're driving to the show, like I don't want to do comedy tonight. Mm-hmm. You, you learn to kind of overcome that and perform. And a podcast is a performance on a some level. You're mm-hmm. performing. So uh, for us, it was very important to always show up. I mean, we occasionally will take a week a week off, but pretty rarely, a couple times a year. Um, the problem with the network is now you got other podcasts and I got to watch over and they'll do like three episodes and never record again. Like, you know, so many podcasts uh, come and go. It's so like a running joke with Dominic. The, the, the podcast that I do with him, mm-hmm. Mind of Dom, is like his fifth podcast because he he'll, but he had he had one called Stressin. He had one called Son of LeBron. And, you know, he had all these attempts and he stopped and we it would drive us crazy to try to have a network with people who are just kind of casually recording or not, not on a set schedule, taking random four month breaks and then mm-hmm. recording twice in a week and then not coming back for two more months. And, and uh, we wouldn't want to be in charge of making sure everybody records and actually uploads. You know, I remember interviewing Fonte from little brother. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember asking him, um, have you thought about producing other people and managing other people? No. <laughs> for the same reason he was yeah. like no i don't want to and i was like oh yeah i get it <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. no i don't want to do that no no we talked we've talked about it. if we had a place where it was just like a platform maybe mm-hmm. you do all the work and we don't have to worry about you but even then i'd be like you're bringing our fucking platform down man <laughs> yeah like we have a loose now like you know the 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 mind of dom has gotten a bump in listeners specifically because you know people know and people come over from three guys on and mm-hmm. i'm on that show and uh at least sometimes i am and then other people too like you know elton howard who and we haven't had on in a while but uh he has a podcast uh tim miller because he broke away from three guys on at some point he has a podcast like there are sort of loosely affiliated shows but we don't put it all under one umbrella. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, again, with the track records of, of people we know, it's like a lot of times it's like, I don't know if just let us know when you record, we'll retweet it. <laughs> like that's, yeah. that's the, <laughs> yeah. the three guys on network. That's the network. And a lot of times we don't even get that. We don't even get, Hey, can you retweet my podcast? But I tell people like, yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll mention it. We'll plug it. We'll, we'll tweet it out. And um, now it's up to you. And yeah. a lot of times people just kind of don't bother. You think about it like this, I was doing, um, I was doing work files fairly regularly, but they were just supposed to be a special thing. Mm-hmm. But I was doing them fairly regularly, but then when I started working at nights, that kind of stopped. You know, at least I have an excuse. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so I went to At least I have an excuse. You know, I am now. I'm in a position where I can I kind of got to start to kind of get them going again to to regularly start doing what you're doing, just doing an interview with different mm-hmm. people, which I like doing a lot. But shit, if I was under a gun to do it, shit. yeah, yeah, that's stress, <laughs> that pressure, shit. yeah. So, so like you guys have made a few changes over the years. Like it used to be two free episodes. Now you know you put the one behind the paywall, uh, which was a change. Um, like I said earlier, you know, bringing in more of the guests um, via Zoom or whatever. What's what's up next for the podcast? 
Oh, you tell us. Um, I've been seriously thinking. <laughs> well, three guys in one movie. We've talked about we've talked about this casually for years as we're sort of shutting our car doors on the way home from a podcast or whatever. Like, oh, we should do that. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We never talk about it. I've been thinking much more seriously about some kind of merch. Um, mm. We don't have T-shirts. We don't have anything. I I always feel like um, for me, like I have a lot of t-shirts from bands that i like you know i always feel like every every great album should have the album cover as a t-shirt i would wear that from every album that i like mm-hmm. i'm like why don't we have our album covers as t-shirts why don't we have a three guys on logo t-shirt or other logos that someone else designs for us or whatever mm-hmm. we just have our original logo which is from 2010 um i just think because I, I keep seeing you know like mike b who's on our podcast he's He's got merch. People are in our chat wearing Mike B merch. I'm like, okay, it seems like a lot of our listeners are kind of like me. If you'd like something, you're going to wear the shirt with the thing on it. Mm -hmm. But we've just never done that for whatever reason. And just getting more serious about the business and marketing side of it, because that's one thing we're all terrible at. Like if if we had. Yeah, we need an agent. If we had a guy is doing that, like I kind of became the tech guy on the podcast, which is something I'm always interested in. I learned how to compress audio properly and all that just because I needed to. Mm -hmm. I had the laptop, so it just kind of became my my role. But none of us ever took on the market, the podcast role, Mm -hmm. you know, like like merch and buying ads or whatever the case may be, spending a, a few bucks to get some listeners. And I really feel like we need to take that next step and market better um, and just get some, you know, some merch out there. I don't, there, there's no reason why we don't, we just don't, you know, it's one of those things where we're just like, Oh yeah, we'll talk about it. Uh, never comes up again. Never comes up. Never <laughs> comes up later. What was that thing we talked about? Oh yeah. I, no, I don't even remember. You know, <laughs> well, so that's I, one of those things again, just, just jump in. And also it. to put on a um, live show. Three guys on live show. Yeah, I would definitely be there. How to do it? I don't even. I listen to other people's live shows, and I'm like, we should do that. Ah, fuck it. (laughs) 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 Ah, I mean, you you guys are in the realm of doing live shows, so I know Uh, it's not that that much of a stretch for us. (laughs) It's just half half stand up, half podcast, or whatever. Can we do it where people can come? It's Mm -hmm. not that much of a stretch for us to make it so all of the fans can come. I guess here. And maybe make a weekend out of it. Mm-hmm. Come to DC and make a weekend out of it. Or we're gonna have a day. con. We're gonna have a, a three go con. Yeah. Well, we, couple- the, the move would have been to do the do an open like our open mic in DC on Friday night, and then do a live podcast on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. That would have been the move. Mm-hmm. Put all the all the sock puppets on the open mic and let them all perform. Mm-hmm. You know? Have everybody come. So everybody let the let the listeners make a weekend out of it, like a con. Mm-hmm. You know, that would have been the move. Because for a two day event, people would travel. You know? Yeah, yeah. I I I get up ninety five and go. Yeah, stay see? a weekend downtown <laughs> DC or something. That outlandish of a thing. Yeah. You know, particularly as we've gotten older, we're not kids. We're like, yeah, we can make that happen. Mm-hmm. You know, right. go go up to DC for a weekend and hang out. Um, shit, we could have did the whole. Hey, we gonna have we gonna have a cookout in the park. We could did all that yep. bullshit. <laughs> it's recording now, so you got to do it. It's recording yeah, now, so I know. I know. I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna take this clip and I'm gonna send it to both of y'all in about two or three months. <laughs> hey, what's going on with that con? Yeah, make see it make to, it happen. See how things kind of shake out come uh, August September with with the with the 
the band. I mean, they had a CDC is saying that things are light, but I'm yeah. like, this just gonna tick back up. Watch. <laughs> yeah, it probably Watch. will. Yeah. You know. I don't know. I'm vaccinated. You vaccinated? Not yet. Brandon. I, time, time. I'm, Man, you, you better. I'm, 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 I'm gonna get it. I'm not. I'm not one of those people like. Later. What's wrong? You drinking alkaline water? And, and I am drinking that, alkaline water and my elderberry. <laughs> yeah. but, but I don't think it's the mark of the beast. So, you know, I'm not one of those people. I just haven't had the time get to get the man. free one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the lines are slowing down now. So I, I think I can just pull up and get shot. So yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to pull up. I got my second shot. They had because I, I got I I did the first one in late March mm-hmm. and then you have to go on this website and make an appointment for your second one. It was a whole very strict thing. You had a barcode, bring your barcode with you. Uh, you have to show up by this time and all that. And when I got there for my second appointment, which is at the end of April, I had my barcode out. I was like logging in as I'm walking up from the parking lot, making sure I had everything in front of me. And the guy was just like waving people. Like, oh, we're taking everybody. Come on in. Waving people Kicking in, people on in. Ass. Get your ass in there. Get I was like, <laughs> I'm showing my barcode. He's like, just go, go on it. So they didn't even care anymore about the appointments or anything. That was like just over like two and a half weeks ago. Yeah. So I, I think I, I can just roll right up and get, get shot. I was worried yeah. about my, 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 uh, my parents though. Cause they got it and they're a little older and they, you know, they live through it or whatever. So I'm sure yeah, I'm strong I, enough to live through I it. I got too, it so. early. So yeah. I'm very happy about it. Yeah. My mother got it. In like February, January, February, my father got it a little bit later. She had the second one. She got sick for like two days. Mm. My baby gets hers on Tuesdays, which again, I'm very happy about. That. Oh, the kids can get it now. Down to down to twelve. She's twelve. Thirteen. Thirteen. Man, yeah. I, I that's how long, I've been listening to y'all for so long until like the, the kids growing like up. That. She was a baby, baby. Yeah. Started. Yeah, she's like almost in high school now, right? Yeah, she's one more year and she goes to high school. She's still playing soccer? Yeah. Yeah, she played yesterday. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to figure out the timing of the podcast next week so I can go see her at 5 o'clock. Oh, man, that's that's what's up, man. I like, I like with social media and stuff and, like, podcasts and things like that, like, you start knowing people that you really don't know, and sometimes you got to, like, hold yourself back. Like, I'll be looking at Instagram or something. And I'll see a kid, I'll be like, oh, man, he in high school now? He growing up? You be, start to comment, like, hold up, I don't know these people in real life. I can't say this to them. Like, well, yeah. I remember thinking that um, early on, listening to other people's podcasts. I don't know if it was I heard Marin saying or something like that. It's like his listeners, they think they, 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 they think they know you, but really they do know you. Mm-hmm. If you're a guy like Marin or myself or even Andy's, like, we tell you a lot about mm-hmm. ourselves. So you know us. We just don't know you. Mm-hmm. So people run up to, hey, what's happening? I'm like, I don't, I don't yeah. you know me. I don't know you. <laughs> hey, did you get your car fixed? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> How do you know my car? Oh, oh, you listen to the show. Okay. All right. You know yeah. me, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. So I need to get to know you. Mm-hmm. You know, I Olivia, uh, who we were calling a lawyer of the podcast for a while, Olivia and JL mm-hmm. out of Chicago, her and her wife came through to DC and I had a drink with them before the show. And it was just me asking them questions about themselves because I'm like, y'all know all about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to know about I need to know about you. You know. Yeah. Dr. April has come to shows before. Same thing. Like, I need to know about you. You know about me. Tell me about you. Yeah, because yeah. you you have your wife and your daughter on the show. They'll pop in sometimes. Um, they you know, because I record here. But early, even from the very beginning, they would because Amy would listen to us while we did the podcast. So she would occasionally, we we have a loft. So we'd be up in the loft recording 
and Amy would be downstairs kind of idly listening and she would just shout shit <laughs> that we were talking about. Yeah. Shout something or say something or, you know, so we would try to get on. I don't want to be on. You that was know? always the running joke. We were going to like have just a long mic cord and just hang it over the wall. Hang it over the, <laughs> hang it over the <laughs> like she's like, walk up like a boxing announcer and just say the shit and then just walk <laughs> off. <laughs> something that she, something that she doesn't agree with. Yeah. And then as Ava got older, it became a fun little thing for her her little girl voice to be on the podcast, mm-hmm. you know, and then her uncle Andy got her to say a drop for us just moment by moment, by moment, by moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she, then she was like, Oh, okay. I got jokes. And then yeah, she, then she had jokes. Yeah. Hop in. And I remember the jokes. jokes. I remember the joke era. Want to come yeah. and tell a joke? And now she she don't give a fuck anymore. She's thirteen. She don't care. She yeah. don't want to be no one. You want to talk, Ava? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. At some point, she decided she wasn't interested in telling us jokes. A year or... from now, she might want to talk again. So. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. In about a year or two, she gonna want her own show. Yeah. 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 She already wants a guitar. So. That's Uncle Andy's influence right there. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. He's already said it. I'm like, I'll buy it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. Just think about. I don't know. I'm not a great guitarist or anything. But just think about having guitars where you want to get other people guitars. I don't know why. <laughs> and we want her to be a better guitarist than Dom. This is like a thing for us now. <laughs> Dom ain't got a guitar. He's never played it. We need her to be a better guitarist than Dom. Just a little bit better. <laughs> Maybe that'll motivate him to start playing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's he's going to, according to him. Eventually, he's going to start playing any day now. They just show pieces. You know. Yeah. So I've held you guys longer than I expected. I know you guys got a. Uh, we're recording here on Sunday, um, but before right. bef- you answer all your questions. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Before we jump us off. Yeah. Question. Yeah. Y'all got them all. Um, I'm just happy to be on the on the. You know, have you guys on the show, uh, finally after years and years of being a fan. Are you ju- you jumping in the um, you jump into the to the Saturday show right? Yeah, I have before, but I. I record a, a bunch save of shows. It, or do you record on your own? Because Chris say, Chris does that Lambert. He tries to save. He don't want to, because we're always like, come on, man, come on. He's like, no, I like to listen. No, Turn well, when, when I'm on you guys' show, I uh, well, when I when you guys record, most of the time I'm recording either my show or some other shows that are on our network. So, okay. yeah. yeah, so I, I don't have the time, but I have caught a couple of them. But just um, give us a wave when you're in the chat room. We'll bring you on. Word, word. I definitely Why will. Why we ain't done that yet? Just bring him some yes, wave. I mean, it's, we got an open door thing. Just, uh, yeah, give us a wave. <laughs> just yeah. pop in. Yeah. Next, I, one Saturday I will. I'll definitely uh, give y'all a wave and come on and, you know, try not to be problematic. Um, oh, it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> That's why only I have the archives. <laughs> so no one else can hear. <laughs> Our problematic past. Yeah. It's gonna happen. We were growing as people, that's all. We yeah. were. I've been through a lot of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> just you just you can be problematic, just don't double down. Once you double down, that's when you're done. Yeah, yeah. that's the big I think well, that's the big thing of being problematic. There's a thing about comedy where it's like anything for the joke. Mm-hmm. As long as you're going for the joke, you can say or do anything. And that has kind of changed. Yeah. In recent years, that's why a lot of comics get their old tweets dug up, and they're like, mm-hmm. you know, they have to put out that. That's not even me anymore. That no zap <laughs> apology. That's like uh, recently, some things were brought to my attention, and I just wanted to say. So it's very common for that to happen to comics, and that's why they always like post old clips because comedy very much was about anything for the joke. What if it's funny, then you can say it, and that was like an ethos that all comics lived by. And, and then some people were like, you know what? By that for a long time. Yeah. Some people are just like, you know what, maybe, uh, maybe not. And so, I mean, 
younger people especially have a different relationship with jokes mm-hmm. uh, and they get to have their say. We wanted our say when we were in our 20s. And so people mm-hmm. in our 20s now, we used to look down at these young crowds. They they they, they grown where we're used to getting a laugh. No, they get to have their say. They can mm-hmm. just sort of tell us mm-hmm. what comedy is to them and they can teach us that, you know, that's the way I look at it. Like, you know, we, we've they learned have. things about ourselves and we've learned things about comedy from a lot about myself. So feedback we've gotten and feedback we've seen other people get. And it's, it's uh, again, yes. And go with the flow. See mm-hmm. what happens. So b- before I let y'all go, uh, let everybody know where they can find you, where they can find your show, uh, your social media, all of that. Uh, the show three guys on is three, the word three, three guys on.com is our website. Also uh, on Twitter. It's three guys on. We don't, we have an Instagram page. We don't really use it, but it's three guys on there. Um, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash three guys on the Monday episode is up behind the paywall. Uh, the Thursday episode is free. So if you join Patreon, you can get Monday's episode. And if you join, uh, there's another tier where you can get Thursday's episode early on Monday and also behind the paywall is access to the live chats, the Saturday, the actual, we record two episodes on Saturday. So the, the, the hangout, the live chat is all there. Uh, that's the podcast. And then, and I will my, start doing woke files again. So don't worry. Those will be, made. yeah, there's gonna be this bonus content. Occasionally I'll do an archive episode. I, I'm actually overdue for one, but, um, my personal Twitter, Vintage Klein, is K-L-I-N-E, not the other spelling, K-L-I-N-E. Vintage Klein on Twitter, Andy Klein on Instagram. I don't use Instagram much, but you know, every six months there's a cat picture <laughs> if you want to go check that out. And then Facebook, you know, you can find us on Facebook. Yeah, you can definitely find me at Randolph Terrence on um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm pretty active on Twitter. It's another avenue. Yeah, real talk for you on Twitter. Real talk for you on Twitter. It's another avenue and outlet for me to write stuff. So I'm pretty active there. I was looking at our album covers as Andy said that. Andy's is a very iconic album cover. Uh, him and his brother. Uh, mine is just the blue from the Blue Magic. Um, so look out for those T-shirts. They will be coming. I'm gonna do a test. I'm gonna order a test one because mine's a low res image because it was taken yeah. in 1977. Yeah, I don't <laughs> even know. I don't even know from if a, I have this anymore. I'm like, I have it. I'm sure. I I'll have show it. it to Jen, Jen Design, and ask her what she can do with it. She did mics. So yeah, I might just do a Teespring, just do a test one uh, or a T Public or whatever. You can just order one shirt because and mine has that blue look. tint. I don't know how I would how come. On. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But look out, that, that should be coming. Don't chase um, perfection. Yeah, we're gonna go LLC this this year soon. Mm. <laughs> so we're gonna LLC soon. So all this should be coming together. Yeah. Well, we look forward to that. Uh, and I hope uh, you know y'all check them out. It was one of my favorite shows. One of my weekly listens um get some good knowledge some good laughs on that show guys um but yeah man we'll uh be back next week um and we out this is the dj blaze radio show podcast